0: Hello and welcome to this live, this is Mark Homer. I've got a series of questions here, uh, which the community has sent in. Uh, They're all very relevant, they're very here, they're very now, uh, and obviously most of them are about COVID-19, which is all that everybody seems to be talking about at the moment. Um, So number one is, will there be a property market crash? If so, how, when, what? Okay, so it's a very common question. Clearly, I can't answer that uh, precisely. Uh, However, um, it's very clear for the next sort of... I don't know, let's just call it three months. Um, Estate agents are not really operating. There aren't really property viewings. It's gonna be very hard to purchase a property anyway. So you're not gonna see any transactions or many at all go through. Um, I suspect the courts can't even put repossessions through. Um, So uh, the the value of properties will be very uncertain for three months, I would imagine. Um, I think moving out beyond that period, um, you're going to see um, you know transactions potentially start. They're obviously going to be properties are going to be worth less. Uh, I think that that's absolutely um, you know, how could it be any other way? Unemployment is obviously going up. Uh, Three million more people have registered unemployed in the US this last week. Um, so uh, you know the same thing is going to happen here. unemployment's going to go up significantly. Um, so I suspect, the pressure on house prices to fall will be great um, and um, you know, you, 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 I'm sure you'll see some – on the flip side of that, you're going to see lots of opportunities, you're going to be able to buy um, stuff a lot cheaper, yields are going to increase, people are you – know, once we get out the initial shock of this, people are going to want to rent more potentially than buy if prices are falling. Um, so you know, there's some opportunities there which you're going to be able to take advantage of. The next question is, will there be a recession on opportunities uh, stroke threats? Well, I I think that absolutely will this period now will be confirmed as a recession after six months. It takes six months of the economy getting smaller uh, for it to be called a recession. And I think we're already in the early part of that. what are the opportunities and threats from that? Um, well, clearly properties are going to be cheaper, businesses are going to be distressed, businesses are going to be cheaper, you're going to be able to do all sorts of deals that you couldn't do a few months ago. Um, you know, a certain amount of properties need to sell. A certain amount of properties absolutely have to sell because they're repossessed, or because there's you know someone, um, maybe an institution selling it, or the council selling it, or whatever. Um, you know, They're not emotionally attached to the sale price, they just need to show that they've got full market value for it at that point. Um, so I think it's going to be pretty clear um, that you know, you're going to be able to get deals in all that um, and you're going to see what properties are really worth. Uh, lots of vendors will not sell at a lower price, you know, but, but, but lots will. Um, Sorry, lots won't if the interest rates, you know, interest rates are so low and they're just renting it out. They're just going to sit on it. Uh, But the people that have to sell, maybe they're getting divorced or maybe they have to move for work or definitely repossessions, they're going to sell for a lot less. Um, So you're going to have deals there and lots of opportunities. Uh, so, the next question is mortgage breaks and what that means for landlords and tenants. Well, um, I think what's what's going to happen is some tenants are going to ring up say that they can't pay. Now, you're going to have to dig into their individual financial circumstances to find out whether they are just not paying because they don't want to or whether there is real distress. Maybe they send you an application for universal credit or something similar. Um, so you need to work out what exactly that means for your for your tenants. And then it's already been announced that buy-to-let lenders and commercial lenders on, on residential properties will be offering um, a sort of, di- I don't know if it's a, a diversion or a, um, what's the word, um, a, a delay in mortgage payments on properties like that. So you're you're going to be able to delay it for potentially three months. And then after that period, you may be able to get a further delay. Um, You're still going to have interest mounting up and you won't be making capital repayments. So it's a a deferment, I should call it, a deferment in mortgage payments. Lots of tenants ringing up, lots of people saying, oh, is it a mortgage holiday? No, I don't think it's a mortgage holiday. uh, And no, I don't think you can have any rent holidays. Uh, I think at the end of the three months, you still owe all the money. Um, So I think that's quite clear. If tenants can't pay rent, what will happen? Well, for three months, you can't evict them. At the end of the three months, they're still going to owe all of the rent from the previous three months and uh, the rent that they owe in the future. So the problem is going to get bigger and bigger for lots of tenants. And if they're ringing up and you, know, you, you feel that they're not in financial distress or they can't necessarily evidence that they are, um, I think it's a good idea to remind them that you know, the problem is g- going to exacerbate and it's going to get bigger Um, after the three month period uh, because they're going to be in a situation where they've got much much more rent that they need to pay off Um, so I don't really subscribe to um, any of that How will booking.com and Airbnb be affected? Well clearly lots of people have cancelled Airbnb um, bookings Uh, Airbnb sent an email out telling all the um, guests that they could cancel I, so, I think there is some distress in that market at the moment. However, there is a grant scheme. Um, the government, if you've been paying business rates, will pay you up to £25,000 per property. Often, it will be £10,000 per property um, as, a, as a grant. Um, and in addition, you may be able to get 12 months rates uh, free. Um, so, I think that's quite, quite good. Um, we are still getting calls, though. We're getting calls, you know, Silverdor and, and companies that are looking to put people in our serviced accommodation units. It's more difficult to do a move in now into normal rental units, but serviced accommodation units, people can go and sort of stay there. So actually we are getting calls for those, uh, but it's the holiday type market that is completely knackered um, for this shutdown. Um, And I think hotels are getting very distressed. You know, if there's hotels in London, they've got debt on them, um, hotels anywhere, and they're not got cash aside, then they're gonna be in trouble during this period. They're gonna get into big trouble. Okay, so to continue, how will Booking.com and Airbnb be affected? Well, um, clearly, the holiday market is uh, pretty much dead. Um, But if you're thinking about local companies and people moving to the area, Airbnb, Booking.com, serviced accommodation can be very good because they're furnished, they're ready to go. People haven't got to do a major move in, book delivery companies, all that sort of stuff. So actually, we are seeing a different market emerge and a bit, of, um, a bit of demand there from another type customer. What is my best option if I can't fill an SA? I think I've just answered that. You need to go to local companies, find out who they're bringing, and find out the people that really, really need to move, um, who can't get a moving company, can't move furniture, all that sort of stuff, they can go in sh- an SA short term. What are the revenue streams are available to me? That's quite a generic question. I think online during this period is exploding. We're doing a lot of webinars. Um, lots of people are sitting on those, and you know I, I think online is where the big sort of shift has gone. Um, so I think there's um, you know money to be made online. Uh, I also think food, uh, you know, sort of s- supply into supermarkets. Um, clearly they're doing very very well. Uh, I think home delivery, uh, food home delivery, um, that's doing going to be doing very, very well. Takeaways, um, that's where it's all shifted. Is no money down still available? Um, so it depends what you class as no money down. Clearly, you could do rent to rent, which is probably low money down. You need, still need some money for some legals. You might JV with somebody and use their deposit. Again, not using much of your money. Um, there are various other ways in which you could do leases on properties um, to reduce the capital that you need to put in up front, maybe to zero, hence making it no money down. Can I still buy Progressive Property Courses? Yes, you can. Uh, At the moment, most of them are online, um, but keep watching, keep looking. Emails are coming out. There's lots on Facebook. Um, We're doing lots and lots of webinars, Um, so we're going to stay very active during this period. I'm in the office every day uh, and uh, I'm still running a construction site whilst the government still lets me. Um, so absolutely, we're still here. We're still trading. We're just not doing live events uh, because we're not allowed to. And we want to help stop the spread of this virus. How do I grow my property business online? Um, well, I think, you know, you, you really need to be using it for sourcing for, you know, maybe Rightmove, maybe using Estates Gazette Property Link. I use a lot for commercial properties. Um, Zoopla. Um, and then sort of when you're looking for tenants, you're going to be advertising on those platforms, maybe using social media to advertise for tenants. We use those a lot. We use that a lot. Our letting agency uses social media, videos. We're doing lots of sort of video uh, walk arounds instead of viewings now to get tenants into into properties. Um, so I think the whole online thing is exploding during this lockdown. And I think it's it's the place that you want to be. Should I start my own personal brand now? Why not? People are at home, they've got loads of time. And they're sort of all in the supermarket or online. They're on their phones. Uh, You could explode a personal brand right now. Um, And I think it's a a great time to do it. Um, I think you're gonna have more eyeballs than ever. Is this a good time to buy or sell property? Well, I just think it's gonna be hard to get transactions through. Um, You know, the the agents aren't viewing. Clearly, if you're selling, you're probably, you know, the market would view you as a distressed seller and you may end up with sort of pretty silly offers. Uh, If you're buying, uh, if there are any auctions or things happening at at the moment, I suspect property is going to be selling very, very cheap. Um, So there's going to be some real opportunities there. Um, So if you're a buyer, you need to be bidding very, very low Uh, and you need to be protecting the downside and making sure the yield is very good. What can the government do for me right now? Well, the government is offering a coronavirus business interruption loan to trading businesses to get them through this period to pay the, the wages and to pay you know other costs within a business. The government is offering um, grants to leisure retail um, type businesses. Um, there is one other category: leisure, retail, and something else that so will come to me in a minute. They'll offer you up to up to twenty-five thousand pounds, and on the same categories of business, you can potentially get a rates-free period for twelve months. You don't need to pay your VAT now for several months. Uh, you can call HMRC uh, and ask for time to pay. On most other taxes, your personal tax doesn't need to be paid till January. Um, in, you know, e- even your um, sort of interim half-yearly payment that's normally due in July, doesn't need to be paid till January. So there's, the government are doing uh, a reasonable amount. Uh, as a deal sourcer what actions would you take over the next 12 weeks? Building my investor list, wait for the market to drop and be ready to snap up deals. I would get on it now. I would get on the online agents, uh, I would get on the phone, I would be warming them all up, I would be asking them for any sort of motivated sellers, divorce, repossessions, all that sort of stuff. You're probably not going to get that many repos because um, well, you're going to get the stuff that was repo prior to the crisis, but I don't think the courts will be doing much. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think it's a great time to be ringing and interacting, not in a physical sense, but interacting with investors online um, and, you know, you want to be there ready to snap these deals up when uh, everything opens up again. How would you recommend finding investors for JV during lockdown? I do it on Facebook, I do it online, I do it on LinkedIn. Um, All of those platforms are going to have investors on them uh, and they're going to have their eyeballs on this. They're not at work, loads of people are at home and they're going to get very, very bored. I can see this very quickly. Um, Is there anything we can do to help with the uh, community? Is there anything PP community can do to help back? So uh, the first thing you can do is offer suggestions in the Progressive Property Community Facebook page. Ask questions, um, you know, put posts up um, and, um, you know, do do, do interact lots online within that community and you'll help a lot of the other investors in there. Um, So I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of benefit for everybody there as an investor mainly through Loan agreements on buy refurbory re- mortgage properties. Do you think refinance will be affected into the end of this year? Yeah, I think probably will. Surveyors will be down valuing. I think you want to get your revaluations in as early as possible. Anything you buy, you need to be you know, estimating that it may fall in value. Um, so you need to get right on that. It says, Will mortgage, will valuations and mortgage offers bounce back quite quickly in your opinion? Uh, honestly, I don't know. It depends whether we go into a V shape with this or a big deep U um, and how how quickly we come out of it, how high unemployment goes, um, you know, how much sort of long-term scarring there is to our society and the economy and jobs, uh, that's what's going to matter. And, of course, that's, that you know, that, that book's not written yet. Uh, we're going through it. The government has offered, you know, to pay 80% of the wages for most of the workers, uh, it probably depends what they do with the self-employed this evening, um, so it remains to be seen how far this goes, and and of course how long they keep us locked down for. Given the impact on SA, is single single unit rentals the best way to mitigate as much risk in future? Well, you know. I I don't necessarily subscribe to the fact that, oh, SA was really hard affected this time, so in the next recession it will be as well. No, it's a different set of ingredients each time. There's another black swan event. Um, You know, I think the way to protect yourself is to have a variety, to have some SA, to have some single let, to have some HMOs, maybe some commercial. Um, Because when you have a recession, a certain portion of it will be affected and the rest of it may not be. Um, so, I, I, and I don't think you know what's going to cause the next recession, in fact, I'm sure you don't. Many lenders are withdrawing from the market. How temporary Temporary? do you see this? I think it's mainly bridging lenders and development funders that are withdrawing. Um, it's probably relatively temporary until they work out what's going on. What does the new world look like? You know, they still need to do business. So, what are the new loan-to-values? What are the fees? What are the terms? How does that change? Um... Uh, and I think in terms of long-term sort of investment funders, um, I, I think they're probably less quick to change, but they will be changing their terms as well, I suspect. Um, another one, um, I have a specific question, but I, I'm sure it affects many others right now too. We're approaching the end of a buy-refurb refinance project on a two-bed terraced house, which we, fi- which we finance through investor funds. What would your advice be regarding refinance now based on the fact lenders have put valuations on hold. And the wide assumption is that house prices may drop imminently. Um, I think you need to work really hard to go out to loads of other lenders to try and get it revalued, to try and get it remortgaged. Um, I think that's really important. Should we maybe consider selling the property instead to release more of the equity? Um, I can't see how sales are going to happen. Very much over the last three next three months because estate agents are now closed. Um, so maybe you go to online ones, uh, but I'd, I'd approach your JV investors. They obviously know what's happening. Um, say that you're going to need a little bit more time. You may not be able to remortgage it for the same amount. May need to leave some money in. Um, I just keep them abreast of everything. I think lots of people are being quite understanding at the moment. Based on the fact that lenders have put valuations on hold and the wide assumption, oh, that's the same question. Another question is, Mark, are you buying stocks right now and if so, what? Um, I'm not. I'm holding cash. Um, I didn't have many stocks going into this, thankfully. Um, I, you know, I'd been using it on more on property deals because I've, you know, sort of involved in a few things at the moment. Um, but you know, I had been saying we were in the second half of this. I'd said this quite a lot, um, and that stocks were fully valued. Um, so, you know, they've dropped a lot. Um, will they drop more? I think there's a good good probability that they will go through a few more rounds of heavy falls um, do you want to get your money stuck in there as I did last time in 08, 09, I got them stuck in the banks for for a while um, so you know what, I, I think you may be better um, holding on, um, I'll probably be using mine for, for property deals if I'm honest um, obviously I'll just keep my ICEs, just keep those rolling, I've made some you know pretty heavy losses on those but if they're long-term, it comes back, you know that, you know, that's that's how you invest from the beginning. Uh, what are you currently selling? I'm not selling anything. Um, what? Uh, oh, another one about stocks. Same thing. Uh, okay, fine. So that's all those questions. If you're starting out in property now, what strategy would you consider and when? I'd probably go with the single let and the HMOs and steer away just for now out of the hotels and serviced accommodation for obvious reasons. Um, what specific tenant markets and industries besides healthcare and medical, would you look at now for cash flowing your property? Food, supermarket workers, ingredients for food, um, you know, all the farmers, um, sort of picking fields, those types of people. Uh, I think there are going to be, you know, there's still construction sites are rolling, you know, we're still rolling, all of their subcontractors are still rolling. Um, So there are lots of industries that will do quite well out of this. Uh, It's just finding them. But yeah, around the hospitals, around the the, the sort of medical areas, um, I would have thought biotech around Cambridge and Oxford, all those sorts of companies are going to do very well during this period. So Harvey has asked, how long do you think the opportunity window will last? Um, Very difficult to say, Harvey. Um, It's difficult to buy properties right now because things are closed. And that depends whether we go through a V-shape. So... The best thing to do is to get out there, find loads of agents, start bidding, bid really hard, find out how soft it is. You may have to sort of buy a little bit on the way down and and maybe a little bit on the way up because it's difficult. You never really know until afterwards where the the real bottom was. Um, But you know, you're, you're, you know, it's not suddenly going to. As soon as we come out of lockdown, this is not suddenly going to finish. You're going to have a period afterwards where things are, are quite depressed. Um, so I suspect you've got a, a nice window, and I'm not just talking months. Um, so, AJS has. Uh, do you think you can evict tenants using section eight? Uh, I don't think you can evict tenants for three months. Um, uh, and after the three months, I think you, you will be able to as long as they don't extend it. However, tenants are then going to owe all the money from the previous three months as well. Um, so just remind them of that. Um, you know, and if they say they're in financial difficulty, ask for evidence. You want to see an application for universal credit. Um, lots of people will not be in financial difficulty, but will just want a rent holiday. Um, obviously, you can't give it to those people. Ashley has ask. How would you approach estate agents during this current climate? Um, I, would as, as, I would approach all the online estate agents. I would go through Rightmove, I would look for all the phone numbers and all the online ones, and I'd be ringing them up uh, and trying to find out if they're doing deals or if they're, you know, they probably won't be doing viewings, but they'll be doing video viewings probably. Um, so I think that's, that's how I would find them, yeah. Ollie has asked, knowing what you know now, what would you do if you had to start again from zero in today's environment? Uh, I think I would probably not do much different. I'd buy high-yielding small um, properties which I could buy, refurbish, and remortgage. Uh, and you know, I I may not start buying them right now because maybe they're falling. Um, but I, would, you know, and I, I probably will get stuck in uh, and buy a load and a good rump of those again, um, or, or maybe blocks of apartments. Uh, Because I just know in 10 years, they'll all have doubled again. I'm absolutely sure of it. Martin says, how big of a drop do you expect in property prices? Who knows? Um, I'm sure they'll have already dropped 10% immediately. Um, But, you know, this has the potential to go uh, quite a bit further than that. And you just don't know where that is. So you really need to get bidding. Get bidding hard. Um, and, um, you know, you, you're not necessarily going to be able to do much for the next three months. But after that, you're going to have all sorts of opportunities coming your way. How do you proceed when you are when you're struggling to sort compliance for deal sourcing? Um, well, really, you need to register with the property ombudsman and you need to make sure you've got your insurance. Um, but that doesn't take very long, um, you know, and, and get a bank account rolling. Um, Consumer credit licence isn't necessarily necessary, uh, depending on what you're doing. Um, You need to get those things in place first, really. Jeremy says, where would you put your cash right now? In the bank. Uh, in a uh, in a savings account um, um, I've been spreading mine round various banks um I'm not that keen on letting one bank have lots of money um, I think the safest account at the moment is uh, national savings and investments NSni um, it is uh, basically you're giving your money to the government it's treasury backed and it's hundred uh, percent uk treasury backed and I, I don't think there'd be a safer bank account in this country so uh, you can set those savings accounts up. You can set as many up as you want uh, if you reach the limit. Um, I think it's a million pounds a limit, and then just keep setting them up. Um, and you know, you can pick lots of smaller sort of regional building societies, Yorkshire Bank, um, you know, um, Nationwide. They're obviously a really big building society, and, and just spread it around. Right now, what are some good assets to put your money in? Um, so great assets to put your money in now, mm, cash. <laughs> um Clearly, gold is probably going to have a good run. Uh, It went down a little bit because of the the immediate lack of liquidity when all this broke. Um, I suspect gold's going to do quite well for a period of time now. Um, Precious metals, uh, mining, um, you know, all the counter cyclical stuff is probably going to do well. Obviously, supermarkets are doing really well. Food production, um, you know, farming, ingredients, all that, they're going to do really well. James has said, "What do you think will, will create the best yield during this opportunity window?" Uh, best yield is going to be little houses, um, you know, small houses. Maybe ex council. Uh, you, you know, they're, they're going to provide the most rent versus the value. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of stock market stuff. There's a lot of companies going a lot cheaper, but the risk is that those stocks fall further. Now, if you're happy to put your money in and accept that it's going to be in there for a minimum of five years, I suspect you're going to do really, really well and you're not going to get too nervy about it falling further, then put it in. Bing Bing has asked, what's your daily routine like now? It's changed massively, Bing. I'm getting up in the morning now at 5, 5.30 and I'm in the office every morning for about half seven uh, and I'm working through to about 5.30. I'm exercising every morning like I normally would do. I'm eating a lot more fruit and vegetables and um, I'm, you know, eating lots of fibre um, just to make sure that I stay healthy through this. And, you know, I've got a lot more work on and I'm just trying to prepare for what what's happening. So I'm giving myself lots of time in the office to do that. Uh, I've got a lot on anyway because I've got a construction site on and obviously what, what's happening. But we've cleared our office and obviously I'm I'm here. You know, applying for things, changing things and talking to HMRC and all the normal stuff that business people are, you know. What other books do you recommend? We need to understand market and economy and how it works. Um, Okay, Um, I think Economics by John Sloman, who was my economics lecturer at university, is really, really good. Um, And that was sort of one of the early ones that I I sort of used as part of my economics degree. Um, So that was great. Um... What else, sorry, uh, FT, The Economist is brilliant, um, you know, and they're shorter sort of articles um, than, a, than a book. Uh, and you'll you'll learn a lot about what's going on right now. Um, I think what else I watch. Um, I always watch the Bank of England um, uh, inflation report and I watch the video. That's really interesting. Um, and or maybe not for everybody. Uh, oh, just FT every day. Yeah, just read it cover to cover. Yeah. More questions regarding shares. What shares did you buy? I haven't, I haven't bought any shares in the last few weeks. Uh, my attitude is I could just see it. it's like a falling knife. Um, I'm still very suspicious that there's more to come. I know the shares, have, you know, the stock markets have gone up a bit you know, this week off the back of the $2 trillion that the US uh, government's pumping into the markets. But I I just think, you know, there's there's more to come uh, and I think it will fall further. Uh, It's far too volatile at the moment. And I need my cash for, you know, construction projects and and, and also to, you know, keep us safe through this and, and, you know, keep the business rolling. So I, I won't be buying shares probably yet. I may later though. Um, Yeah, we'll see. Do you think lots of people will exit the SA market? A lot of people will turn their service accommodation into single let, I imagine. They will try and rent them out during this period. I, I think you, you know, it may be difficult to move tenants in, uh, so you need to probably cash flow it, but the government is probably going to give you a grant and some help towards the or 12 months off the business rate. So um, yes, I think lots of people will exit that market, but it doesn't make it a bad market. And it doesn't mean, you know, there's no increased likelihood of this happening again, rather than any other shock, shock in the economy. So just bear that in mind. Okay, so I'm done. That's been Mark Homer. Hope that's been useful for you. I'm over and out.